Welcome to the Logger and Listings Podcast with JFK Properties. This podcast gives real estate investors, experts, and entrepreneurs an opportunity to share their stories over a casual beverage. Hosted by the founding members of JFK Properties, an investment company that specializes in commercial and residential real estate. So sit back, grab a drink, and listen to this real, insightful, and sometimes funny podcast on real estate investing and entrepreneurship. Is there anything that kind of sticks out in your mind that you'd like to share with the average listener? Absolutely. If you guys are ever thinking about doing it, do it. Just do it. Uh, for years, we talked and talked and talked and talked and, and about it, and we enjoyed doing these. Exactly what you said. Like, I mean, shit comes up, and we want to do this. We want to get it done. We want to get. We just did. It. Yeah, <laughs> we did. We actually did. And here we are doing it, enjoying it. And yes, there's effort that goes into it. You know, sometimes it's hard to be focused as I am right now, as I'm doing something else while I'm, while I'm doing this. Is this your Nike? Just do it. I'm, I'm going to, that's, that's where I was going to go. I was going to, that's, that's where I was headed. Are we going back to the Fox? We need, we need, we need sponsors, guys. Can you tell? Um, it's a matter of just actually doing it. Welcome to another episode of the Logger and Listings podcast with JFK Properties with Jerry, Ferraz, and Kurt. And we are still out at Jerry's Cottage and Manitowoc Lake and enjoying a very productive couple of days of meeting, strategizing, and we're actually in the process of setting out an offer on four units. So one of the things maybe that we should talk about is how investors make quick but meaningful decisions on what to do next. I think we should clarify first, because our podcast is released weekly. We haven't been up here for three or four weeks. <laughs> we wish we were. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're improvising and making it look like we are and have been. But we we actually, we spent a couple of days, really productive days on the business, strategizing, planning. And part of that was you know, how to identify properties of interest and, and properties that, um, you know, that we wanted to invest in. And we went through kind of a live exercise of how to look through those properties, how to identify them through Kurt's Excel spreadsheet on kind of a yes or no. And we, we just went through listings that were active right now and found a couple of listings that were of interest. And we've got at least one offer that's going to be presented up in our old stomping grounds up near Sudbury. But it's interesting to go through that as we're sitting here collectively, because usually it is one of us sending the other two an email or a text saying, hey, we should look at this property. So it was kind of cool to sit here in person and go through these properties and come up with some offers. And I think for as you mentioned that let's just be aggressive and get offers out there. And if it's whether they're accepted or not, let's put the offers out there. Let's get our name out there and the offers out there. 100%. So first off, let me just tell you, it is not easy to buckle down and do work out here just because it's absolutely stunning and picturesque, but uh, I'll give it to us. We, we actually had some days of a lot of productiveness and, and we've gotten some work done. And like Jerry just mentioned, we've actually sent offers through. I think this time around though, with being aggressive, I think we just need to, right? 
we know that the market's slowing down. So we may be in a better position to be those guys, right? And say, here, this is what we're going to offer. Take it or leave it. And um, if it's not going to be an accepted one, then we move on to the next. And I, I think you you said the market's slowing down. And the reality is, as an investor, market slowing down creates opportunities. And I think that's an important aspect for everybody to be looking at is if you're a true investor, now is the time you're going to find opportunities more than you ever did because the market's slowing down. And and it's a challenge for a lot of everybody for day-to-day people. But if you're an investor in real estate, there's going to be opportunities. And now is the time to capitalize. Real quickly, we've already gotten a response from the uh, our realtor, and he was saying, yes, this one's good. He likes the property. He knows it's been on and off, on and off in the last little bit. But of course, again, COVID, the businesses were closed, but now everything's reopened. So this is where we, you know, we play that aggressive role and, and we put in what we want and we tell them kind of what we want and we hope it works. Yeah, I think the uh, timing of putting out this offer is is ideal. Again, the real estate market is starting to soften and slow down a little bit. And this property in particular, because it's mixed use, as you mentioned, has businesses that are now reopened. So, you know, the owner, current owner, was not receiving rent on those commercial units over the past couple of years. So they are now become, unfortunately for them, good for us, motivated seller. Yeah, yeah. And and. Again, I think that's ideal just because of market timing. And the last two and a half years has been a challenge for everybody personally, professionally, but now is also an opportunity to jump into the market. And it's not taking advantage because the people that are looking to sell are selling for a reason and they may need to get out, but the opportunity then exists for people like us to jump into the market, whether and and especially with anything with commercial lease space that this last two and a half years has been really challenging. So I think one of the things that uh, going through and doing it together is how quickly you can, as an investor, make that decision on whether or not you want to put in an offer and what that offer should be. So literally, you know, Jerry, you saw this property come through from Gary. Yeah. And you requested information. And how long did it take us today to come to analyze it and come to a number? I'm going to say three and a half minutes. Done. Well, it, no, it, no, it no, no. Quick. Let's let's back up. <laughs> I might have slowed the process down because I wanted to see pictures. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Uh, he yeah. did like the water heater and the, the furnace. He was yeah. impressed by that. Yeah, and so don't have to worry about that expense. <laughs> And laundromat, you like the laundromat? How that, loved it. How that look? And things were metered, individual yeah. meter, hundred percent, which is huge. important. That is and, huge. And actually, that kind of ties into some of the stuff we discussed today in our meetings. Was when you're looking at properties, trying to identify strengths and weaknesses of those properties, and if it is individually metered where you can get tenants to pay for their own utilities. There's a lot of different options to make income properties generate higher income. Yeah. I think the uh, fact that you have the ability as an investor to say, Hey, you're a tenant, it's rent plus utilities is huge because, you know, now it gives you a fixed cash flow for the most part. You don't have to worry about, okay, what are they doing this month with like hydro and heating and all that kind of stuff. 
it's fixed. You know, they're paying for it. They're more than likely to use it less. Like they're not going to crank the AC down to like 19 degrees in the summer. They'll keep it reasonable and they're paying for it. And we, we said that we would entice them by lowering the rents. Awesome. Potentially. Yeah, awesome. there's a potential. We don't want to yeah. give away money. 100%. Yeah. But there is an opportunity. If you're looking at the numbers and you say, okay, could we reduce rent by a few percentage points, but get into entice tenants to pay for utilities, there's opportunities. And it's really just about thinking outside the box. It's right. look at your own numbers of the properties you have and then find ways to make them more profitable. Absolutely right. So I'm excited for this one. It's interesting because as we went through probably seven different ones that um, you know, Jerry, you've gotten information on, I get really excited by the $1.82 million properties. But at the end of the day, those ones did not work from a number standpoint, but this one did. So it's not necessarily about you know the number. It, it's what is your business looking for? If you're looking for cash flow, find cash flow. If you're looking for upside potential, look for upside potential. Don't settle for something that's less. And because our business is looking for cash flow with some upside, this one that we're going to put an offer on provides both. And I think it's interesting because we've always kind of, we started in the business with a metric of, you know, a real quick down and dirty metric of $100,000 per door. But the reality was we we looked at three or four properties that were in and around that hundred thousand per door, and none of those ones came through as a cash flowing property for what we're looking at. So the one we put an offer in was actually higher as you know per door cost value, but it produced a better return for us. So there are quick metrics you can look at, but I think it's important to have. And Kirk, credit to you. You really dig down in in your in the spreadsheets of different metrics, not just one. Right, cost per unit is one, but there's three or four or five different metrics that that we're really looking for. And I think the interesting thing as an investor is, yeah, you have the metrics there, but because you put the numbers initially, it's the conversation which we had. Like, why is it not a good deal as it? Is there anything we can do as investors to actually make it a good deal? Is it the price point? Is it increasing rents? Is it lowering expenses, as you mentioned, with hydro and utilities? So you have to, again, think outside the box, but your starting point needs to be, okay, these are the numbers. How do we make it work for our business? And be able to stick to it, right? Which is where the aggressive part comes in. I think this Press time around, wrestling, by the way, we, today, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, <laughs> we're normally it's Kirk. We no longer want to play games. We're, we're in this to make money. And I think you have to, I think you have to be able to stand your ground. And again, with Kurt's metrics, it's phenomenal. And there are ways to look around doing things to make it, but Hey, let's go in aggressive and, and see what happens. I don't even call it aggressive. I think it's just what makes sense for our business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think maybe your aggressiveness comes from the fact that we're sitting on a lake and there's a boat passing by. And just, <laughs> apparently, everybody Call waves. Hey, Jerry. Waves. Yeah. They know you. Yes. This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. But, um, yeah, it's you have to do it. Juice. <laughs> Podcast going. <laughs> You're on it now. <laughs> But it's doing what makes sense for your business by the numbers. If you're a flipper or a wholesaler or into multifamily, commercial investor, look at the numbers first. And then if you do have partners, have the conversations, have the tough ones. 
we don't always agree this one we do but we don't always agree on how we should put an offer out and what it should be and all that kind of stuff but you have to talk through that but it starts with understanding the number just just by saying what you just said i just thought of something real quickly we've been together for the last couple of days but do you think it's because we were face to face that we were able to agree or what do you think because Mostly, I mean, our talks are obviously always on WhatsApp. Like we've got this message group and we'll go back and forth. We'll fight one idea. We'll fight the other. But we always do come to um, an agreement. But I find that this way just you really works smooth. You can't replace face-to-face interaction. True. I I think everybody's learned that in the last two and a half years. There's some great opportunities for virtual meetings that have opened up in the last couple right, of years right. and, and working remotely, but you can't replace face-to-face interaction. I would agree because going through everything, like not even just the steel and analyzing it, but um, everything we've talked about, you can actually look, I can look at you for us, I can look at you, Jerry, and look in your eyes, see your expression, say, okay, they're on board, they're not, or there's right. some hesitation, there's not. Right. And that helps to move things forward. Like for this deal, it was put it up, put the numbers in, I look up and you're staring at the screen like, this looks good. Jerry's like, I like this. You're um, just going to jump on well, it. Now like, it. Okay, yeah. we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's through text or whatever, it's like, okay, we don't know whatever. Yeah. We don't wait, know say, what hey, everyone's emotions are. Feel? Us, right. Yeah. And sometimes you get a, it's good. But within the last couple of hours of just looking at these deals and analyzing it, <laughs> we're seeing immediate reactions and we know exactly. All right. Run with it. And I, I do think it, that face-to-face interaction plays a role in, in business in general, and real estate certainly no exception to it, but you get immediate decisions, you get immediate responses, you get immediate action. And again, we looked at an offer or a property, we already had the income and expenses for it. We made a decision and we sent an an offer to the agent within five minutes. It was that quick, partially because we had the information, partially because we're sitting here face to face. And then the other part is we know what we're looking for and and what we're looking for is based on those metrics, the spreadsheet. So it's a combination of everything. It's having having a a clear defined goal, what type of business you're going to do. And then making quick and decisive action. 100%. Like the other thing on top of that is having a phenomenal realtor. Like Gary messaged right away and said, Hey, I love this building. I'm going to work on it. He asked him, This is kind of a little history of it. Let me find it more. Let me get like right on top of it. And he was quick to respond on a couple other ones we had questions on. And anybody who's been listening, you know, Gary from a few episodes back. But we rely on him and he, he's been awesome for us. But one of the things he talked about in, in our podcast was he's responsive. And we sent him a message and within minutes, he already responded. He said, I know this property. I like it. And then there was other properties where he said, I know this property. They're holding offers till such and such a date. This offer is probably not going to work. Right. That's the reality of real estate, but he's on top of it. And again, it kind of goes back to having that power team that you can rely on. And which really helps, especially us, right? With the lifestyle that we have, with the full-time jobs, just having that power team in place 
helps big time. It's all the lifestyle we have. Isn't like somebody in your family, like the pilot, and they're going to fly us up to the cottage next time? Well, the other properties. <laughs> I mean, we can't. Oh, I don't know if he's got access to a seaplane, but maybe. There you go. Maybe. But yeah, investing. But he's going to take you and your date downtown. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Right. Sorry. This is supposed <laughs> to be a surprise. Hopefully this happens after. Oh, yeah. No, this podcast is uh, hopefully later in the month. Yeah. This can't be released until after June 17th. Right. So, yeah. right. Way we'll to go wait, for us. Nice we'll to laugh that. Oh, we're live again, aren't we? Uh, sorry, not live. We're recording. Yeah. Oops. Yeah, It's a podcast. You're supposed to record. Right. Right. Sorry, guys. I was, uh, you know, preoccupied here. My bad. No worries. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this has been an interesting podcast for us. Just probably like last night, except maybe a little bit more coherent, um, <laughs> where we just kind of talked about what is happening right now. And for new investors, especially, I would take my takeaways would be for you guys don't overanalyze a deal. Run the numbers. If it makes sense and you have a good realtor and a good power team and a good business, if you're with partners, put out offers. The scariest thing about putting out an offer is the time when they say yes, because if they say yes, you actually have now to we got to go. Yep. Yep. But up till then, there's no fear. And the more offers you put out, the more opportunity you potentially have to make a deal. So that I would definitely take away. And the other one is definitely build a phenomenal power team. We will shout out Gary every day and all day as a realtor. He's not the only realtor we work with, but he's the one we've worked with for the longest period of time that we've done more deals with. So yeah, those are two things I would take away for anybody that is new or just starting out in real estate. And for any realtors out there that are listening, you know, it is the reason we continuously deal with Gary is because of that response time and because of his market knowledge. So we really rely on that. And if you're a realtor listening to this, then investors like us, we we rely on your expertise and the response times. And again, we put in an offer within, you know, five, 10 minutes today because the numbers worked out. We already had the numbers from Gary previous, but the numbers worked out. We agreed on it and he responded quickly and, and we can get moving on it. And I think that's literally what you got to be focused. You got to, you know, sometimes it's hard to be focused as I am right now, as I'm doing something else while I'm, while I'm doing this <laughs> podcast, but you got to set aside some time. You got to put your mind to it and just make it happen from day one. When I started this and being in the courses, is this your Nike? Just do it. I'm, I'm going to, that's, that's where I was going to go. I was going to, that's, that's where I was headed. Are we going back to the Fox. We need, we need, we need sponsors guys. Can you tell? Um, it's a matter of just actually doing it right. Put the offers out there today. We looked at seven and we, we sent out, we just did it. Yeah, we did. We did. We actually did. And one's going to get accepted. But hey, not a bad day's work, mm -hmm. not right? At all. Not a bad day's work if you can put in the time, especially with this view. 100%. So I think we'll end it here. I think we've shared a lot of what we're going through and what's happening right now. We enjoy doing these. We might actually record another one Good while one. we're here. So yeah. <laughs> I'll try that really? one. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> So from Logger and Listings and JFK Properties, thank you again for listening. Make sure you download, like, subscribe, comment, do all the wonderful stuff. And as always, cheers. Cheers.
If you've enjoyed listening to the Logger and Listings podcast, leave a like or a comment. Not only will we appreciate it, but it will also help this podcast grow organically and help other investors and entrepreneurs grow their businesses and have fun along the way.